You're listening to the Laundromat Resource Podcast, the show by laundromat owners for laundromat owners with your host, Jordan Berry. All right, what's up guys? It's Jordan from Laundromat Resource and this is show number four. I hope that you're excited because I am. Uh, today is going to be a little bit different than the previous uh, three episodes that we've had so far. Those episodes, if you haven't listened to them, you need to go back and listen to them. They were interviews with uh, other laundromat owners and who were just kind of sharing their experience, their story. And out with it came a lot of wisdom that I I really, um, man, I benefited from personally. It it. Uh, helped help me grow, and there's some things that I pulled out of there that I'm implementing into my business businesses right now. So, if you haven't listened to them, make sure you go back and and download those episodes. Um, and while you're at it, listening to this episode and and listening to those other ones, if you could just do us a favor and go on your your favorite uh, platform, podcast platform, iTunes or um, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, wherever you are listening to this, and just go leave a, a, a rating for us and leave us a little constructive review. Um, if you like the podcast, let people know. If if there are things that we can improve, let us know um, because that helps us out not only just to produce a better podcast for everybody, but also just to get the word out there. Um, and that really helps us out. So make sure you go do that for us. And the other thing that I want to say is the next few weeks we have um, some more interviews coming up, so be excited about that because the people I've been talking to for these next few episodes are incredible. They're doing some incredible things. They're all over the country here in the United States, and um, they, uh, yeah, they're just they're doing some awesome stuff. So uh, don't miss those. And and while I'm just talking about this, one more quick little plug is, uh, hey. If you're interested, if you're a laundromat owner and you're interested in being on the podcast, we would love, love, love to hear from you, to talk to you, to learn from you and to hear your experience, um, because I think that that is very um, valuable stuff. And we're going to be talking a little bit about that today, uh, but I think that you will benefit from it and I think that other people will benefit from it. So if that's something that you're interested in um, or if it's something that you're interested in at least exploring a little more about head over to laundromatresource.com slash podcast guest. And if you're listening, um, these are I'll put that link down below on YouTube there or in the show notes at laundromatresource.com slash show four. Um, and uh, yeah, just head right over there and, and fill out that little form. There's also a frequently asked questions um, thing there that, might answer some of your questions. And if you have other questions, just let me know. Uh, you can reach out through the contact page or on one of those social media platforms we're on. Um, so yeah, come be a guest on the show. It would be awesome. I think a lot of people uh, would enjoy it. And it doesn't really matter if you are brand new and you own one or you're a veteran and you own a bunch. Uh, we want to hear from everybody. Everybody's experience is valuable. And uh, yeah, so Head over there, uh, laundromatresource.com slash podcast guest and fill out that little form and let's get you on the podcast. Let's talk about laundromats together. It'd be great. All right. Enough of that. 
today is, like I said, going to be a little bit different than those previous three podcasts. And I'm mixing it in um, just because I want to mix in a few different formats here early on to figure out, uh, you know, what's what's working. What are you guys liking? What are you finding value from and what are you not finding value from? Um, and so today I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, a few different things and um, I would love your feedback. So the place to do that is, again, laundromatresource.com slash show for um, over there. You'll find all the information about this podcast. You can listen to it over there. You can watch it on YouTube over there um, and there'll be links to everything we talk about on that page. Um, but also there's a, a, a section where you can leave comments. And I think that would be a great place for you to just let me know what you think about this format. If you don't like it, if you hate it, if I just am rambling too much, not a problem. Just let me know. And, uh, you know, we're just going to try some different things to figure out what works. And so, um, your feedback is super valuable to me. So, um, the other thing, the other reason you might want to go over to laundromatresource.com slash show four is because today we're going to talk about some criticisms so that I have gotten uh, here, both here on the podcast and through just what we're doing at Laundromat Resource in general, uh, through the blog and the YouTube channel and, and just the site um, itself. And I wanted to address some of those criticisms and kind of offer my perspective on on what some of these people have been saying. And I would love to hear your perspective on them, too. So if you want to kind of let me know what you think about some of these things we're talking about, uh, then laundromatresource.com slash show four is the place to go and leave a comment. Let's start a conversation there, not just uh, between you and me, but all together, all of us. Um, let's have a conversation over there about some of these things. And I would love to, to hear what you guys think, because uh, maybe I'm way off. Uh, maybe those criticisms are justified, um, but maybe they're not. So let's talk about it. And before we get into it, let's uh, take a quick break for this little message. Buying and selling a business is a big step in your financial journey, and not all business brokers are created equal. By working with the best business brokers in your area, you'll make more money and save more time, propelling you towards your financial goals. As brokers, laundromat owners, and real estate investors ourselves, we at Laundromat Resource know what a knowledgeable and trustworthy broker looks like. That's why we offer a free-to-you service to help you find the best business broker in your area. We will weed out the bad and untrustworthy brokers and present you with the shortlist of the best two to three brokers in your area. You choose who to work with. There's no obligation and no contracts to sign with us. Why risk working with a bad broker and leaving money on the table? So if you're in the market to buy or sell a laundromat, go to laundromatresource.com slash buy or laundromatresource.com slash sell today and let us help you find the best team to work with. All right. So the first criticism that I have been getting, uh, probably the one I've been getting the most is that I am sharing too much information um, that i I've heard that multiple times in different venues and um, yeah, that uh, just we're giving away too much information. We're, we're talking about too many things that the industry uh, 
you know, has traditionally not talked about, you know, uh, there is a lot of information about the laundromat industry out there, but, uh, but relatively speaking, there's, there's not that much. And I really found this to be true when I was looking to get into the industry, I'm doing multiple coaching calls a day, uh, now with people who are struggling to find information about the laundromat industry online. And, um, and I think that that's partly because it's been part of the culture of this industry to be uh, a little bit tight lipped and a little bit um, kind of insider uh, friendly and outsider unfriendly. Um, and, you know, if you saw the title of this episode, I, it was a little bit sensational, but, you know, I, I called it the laundromat industry needs to grow up. And the reason I say that is because I think that that mentality where you got to be on the inside to have some of this information, I think that that is an old school way of, of doing business. I don't think business is done this way anymore. And I think a lot of businesses have moved past that. I'm seeing all over the place on the internet, different business, there, there just aren't industry secrets anymore. And that's just not how this is the information age and it's not how things operate. Um, and so, uh, you know, the, the criticism, I, I definitely understand. And I understand why people say that. I think that there's a, a fear in this industry, um, because, you know, we, we have to compete with other laundromats for business. Um, I think that there's a fear that there's, uh, you know, if the information is out there um, that either I'm, I'm not really sure exactly what the fear is. Maybe the fear is that there's going to be too many people coming to the industry and it's going to, you know, diminish everybody's returns um, or, you know, it, competitors are going to learn how to operate their stores better. I'm not really sure what the fear is exactly, um, but I think that there is a fear in behind that criticism. And. I just, I don't think that fear needs to be there, you know? And I think that the laundromat industry has been, there's, there's a book by Carol Dweck um, called Mindset and maybe you've read it, maybe you haven't. There's going to be a link down below. So if you haven't, I highly recommend you read it. Um, but one of the main points of that book is that you kind of have two options on the way that you think about the world, the way that you look at the world um, and two different kinds of mindsets. And one is a scarcity mindset and one is an abundant mindset. And I think the laundromat industry has been stuck in a scarcity mindset. Now, I I say this and I I don't want to I don't want anybody to hear that and hear me criticizing uh you or I think there are a ton of laundromat owners who have abundant mindsets. You know, the the guests we've had on the podcast so far definitely abundant mindset um, owners. And I think there are a lot of people, I think the tide has been shifting that way in this industry for a while now. Um, but I just think it's lagging behind, you know, overall, I think it's lagging behind other industries. And so um, I, I, would, I wanted to read uh, a few of these differences between scarcity and abundant mindset. And, and you tell me what you think. Um, a scarcity mindset says this, there's not enough to go around. Um, kind of that, hey, you know, if you give a, 
away information. There's going to be more people coming in and it's going to take away from everybody. Um, an abundant mindset in contrast says there's more than enough to go around scarcity mindset. I need to make sure I look good. If I am to succeed, I mean, I'm in trouble. If you listen to episode one, I'm in trouble on that one. Um, abundant mindset says if I succeed and you succeed, we all succeed. Scarcity mindset is reluctant to contribute and share information, resources, and time. An abundant mindset is open to collaborating and sharing what is required. A scarcity mindset is, I have all the answers. An abundant mindset is willing to learn from others. Scarcity mindset promotes only self and accomplishments. Abundant mindset promotes others and their achievements. And you know, I just, I read through this list and there's some other things too, but I read through this list and I, I was like, man, this just feels like, uh, the laundromat industry as a whole to me right now, that there is such a scarcity mindset. You know, I've walked into stores, uh, into laundromats before and owners have literally shooed me out of their laundromats because I don't know, they're worried I was spying on them or something. And I just wanted to come see what they were doing and to meet them and introduce myself. These are these are laundromats that are nowhere near my laundromat even. Um, and I, you know, that that mindset and that kind of uh behavior, I guess, it's just a, it's very scarcity to me. And um I just, uh, you know, I, I think the industry needs to grow up a little bit and have an abundant mindset, be a little more secure in who we are. And, um, you know, again, that's that's one of the reasons why we're doing what we're doing is because, you know, our whole tagline is, you know, we want to you know, help everybody achieve financial freedom through laundromat ownership who wants to own laundromats. And that's the whole goal behind it. And you can't have a scarcity mindset if that's your goal. If, you know, if our goal is that is to help you and to help us all achieve financial freedom through automatic ownership, you can't have a scarcity mindset. And so when these criticisms come through that, you know, I'm sharing too much information or, you know, there, I, I need, I've been told that I need to stop, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and take some stuff off the blog and stop giving away some of the information I've been giving away. And I, you know, I just, to me, that just feels like, what are you worried about? You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I, I don't think that what I'm doing is taking food off of anybody's table. If anything else, I think it's putting more food on the table for more people. And, um, but I, I'm open to being wrong. So if, if you have a very different opinion on that, I would love to hear about that. Um, LaundromatResource.com slash show four in the comment section there. Um, let's have a conversation about it. But that's that's kind of where I'm coming from at that criticism. And it's kind of why I say I think the laundromat industry needs to grow up a little bit. It feels a little bit childish. You know, I have uh, kids myself and when they were younger, you know, they had their toys and they didn't want to share their toys and they kind of hoarded them. And and it it just feels childish to me to do something similar with the laundromat industry. So 
that's one of the criticisms. The The second criticism that I wanted to uh, just briefly address is that I've heard, I've heard that I've been a little hard on on brokers. And, you know, I'm always talking about how you got to watch out for brokers. You, you know, you can't put your whole trust into somebody whose paycheck depends on you buying a laundromat. Make sure you have somebody else with you um, to, you know, to just you know, help you navigate whose whose income doesn't depend on whether you buy a laundromat or not. And I've talked about some of the dishonesty that I've experienced and that I've unfortunately coached and, and talked with a lot of other people who've experienced similar things all over the world, really, um, at this point now. And so, um, but I've been, I've been told that I've been a little bit hard on brokers and, and that might be true. Um, however, I, you know, being being one myself and and being in this industry, I just I still stand by. I don't, you know, the most trustworthy, honest, you know, integrity filled broker out there. I still think it would be wise for you to have an, another professional opinion, you know, whether it's another owner or consultant or somebody to just, you know, help you navigate that, because one Anybody can be tempted. Anybody can be caught in a weak moment. Anybody can be caught in a desperate moment. And, you know, that can be one situation. But on the other hand, you know, it's just it's good to have it's good business sense to have uh, multiple people helping you out on your team, ensuring that you succeed, that you find the financial freedom that you're looking for through laundromat ownership and don't get caught in a position where, you know, you didn't, you get blindsided like I did. Um, you know, and you can listen to more about that in in episode one, if you're interested in that. Um, so yes, I will, I will say maybe I've been harsh on brokers a little bit and they're not all bad. And I, I should say we're not all bad. Uh, and there are a lot of really good ones out there, business brokers and laundromat brokers that can really help you out. Um, and in fact, we believe that so much. That's why we um, we offer a service. Um, it's free um, for you. You know, if you're selling your laundromat and you want help finding a trustworthy, knowledgeable broker to work with, we will help you do that for free to you. Cost you nothing. Um, laundromatresource.com slash sell. Or if you're looking to buy, laundromatresource.com slash buy. Uh, because there are great brokers out there for you to work with. So, um, I, I don't want you to hear that all brokers are bad and I don't want you to be fearful again, kind of that scarcity mindset, but I do want you to be prudent and wise. And I do want you to not rely on solely one person for the success of your investment. And I think that's my main point. Um, a broker who's good or bad, don't rely on just the one person for the success of your business. So criticism acknowledged and accepted. However, uh, my advice still stands um, and there are um, still a lot of brokers out there who are not filled with integrity and who um, are just looking to make a, a buck. So I don't, that wasn't really a retraction of my, <laughs> a retraction of my, uh, my sentiment towards brokers however i am acknowledging there's a there's a bunch of really great ones out there and um, i'd love to hear from you guys too if you're a great broker out there hey laundromatresource.com slash show four 
you know, let's network. I'd love to meet you because I'd love, I'm getting, literally I'm getting clients every single day, multiple clients who are looking to buy or sell laundromats um, through laundromatresource.com slash buy or slash sell. And I'm always looking for great brokers. So come get to know me and let me get to know you and maybe I can refer you some business. So that is the second criticism that I've been getting. Um, here's the third one. The third one's kind of related to the first one, but uh, and, it, and it definitely is right up the alley of that scarcity mindset. Um, and here's here's what it is, is I've been told that um, personally that I'll never succeed if uh, if I'm sharing hard numbers, you know, in our, in our podcast interviews, we have a little section called down to business. Uh, let's get down to business over and out. And that's where we ask people like, Hey, what are the nuts and bolts? What are the hard numbers of your business? You know, how many turns per day are you doing? Um, you know, what are your VIN prices? Stuff like that. Um, and you know, some people feel very strongly that uh, that information should not be public. And and I totally understand why, um, you know, some people can use that information nefariously, I guess, somehow. Um, so I understand. And, and again, that's just a that's just a choice that you get to make. Um, however, here's the reason that I've chosen to share that information and to ask other people to share that information is because I think that, you know, especially those people who are trying to get into the industry, you know, it's nice to have a benchmark to know, you know, I got a pro forma for my very first laundromat, one that was completely run down and the pro forma, you know, gave me numbers for four, five seven and eight turns a day that laundromat has never done more than like 3.2 turns a day. And that was even on the pro forma. And I had no idea. I was like, I'm going to be rich. This thing's going to do like eight turns a day. I'm going to be so rich. And it just, I mean, now to come to find out reality of it is the average laundromat uh, that I've talked to, and I've talked to a lot of owners now is doing somewhere around three to three and a half from just anecdotally, that's not a scientific study. And, um, you know, maybe coin laundry association or somebody has hard numbers out there for that. But, um, from my experience, like three to three and a half is, is average. And that was not even on the pro forma. So, uh, it helps those people. I think it also helps other owners to kind of judge where they're at. You know, if they're doing two and a half a day, you know, then they should know they're probably a little below average and, and, Maybe they need to um, change some things to pick up business or to know that there's more business to be had out there. There's more capacity for their laundromat. Um, so I think it's valuable information for everybody to know. And, um, you know, it's it's definitely a personal choice whether you want to share that information or not. Um, whether or not I, I can succeed sharing that or you can succeed sharing that information, I I mean... I guess that remains to be seen, but you know, so far so good. I, I haven't had any detrimental impacts that I'm aware of at this point, and nor has any of the podcast guests that have been on yet, um, to my knowledge. So um, I will. Here's my commitment, though. I'll let you know if something happens to me or someone else who shared their information. I I promise you, I'll let you know, and I'll stop immediately. But I'm curious to know whether you guys think that there's anything 
you know, good or bad about sharing those numbers. Uh, but that's one of the criticisms. Um, you know, I, I'm, I pretty firmly believe that it's a good thing. It's a net good. And, um, the risk reward is, is highly favored towards the reward side, but, um, but I'm also open to being wrong on that one. And, um, yeah, I don't think I am, but I, but I'm open to it. And it just, again, it feels very scarcity mindset to me. And I want to have an abundant mindset and I want you to have an abundant mindset. Um, just like, uh, you know, Dave Minns in episode, uh, two and, uh, and Toby Dunkbar in episode three, totally abundant mindset guys and are doing awesome stuff. So anyways, those are the three big criticisms that I've had at this point. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's other, other criticism. My wife tells me I talk too slow and, um, you know, she, I do. So <laughs> criticism accepted and I've tried to talk faster and I just, I feel like I'm going a million miles an hour and then I listen back to it and it feels like it's molasses. So I don't know. I'm just a, a slow talker, I guess. So there's other criticisms I'm sure. And I'm, you know, if you want to, if you want to go just rip on me, laundromatresource.com slash show four, go leave a comment and list off some more criticisms. So maybe I can do another episode in the future <laughs> on it. <laughs> All right. Well, this, I, I still want to include, even though this is not an interview, I still want to include some of my favorite sections that we've done so far. So let's get into the secret sauce. Listen up. It's the secret sauce. The secret sauce is this. What's one thing that's working in your business right now that other owners can implement into their business and help them improve their business or themselves? And, uh, you know, I, I gave an, an answer in episode one. So you can go back and listen to that or go um, on YouTube. There's a secret sauce. Uh, what do you call those? Um, uh, playlist. Uh, secret sauce playlist. And you can go check out all the secret sauces of the podcast, um, there. Uh, but, uh, I wanted to give another secret sauce. Um, and it's, it's definitely related to what we're talking about today. And I, man, I, I gotta say it's been really helping my business a lot. And I'm hoping this podcast and some of the stuff we're doing on laundromat resource is right along these lines and is helping you guys out too. But, um, the secret sauce is this, you know, it's, it's three C's and, um, the first, the first C is community is get involved in a community of other laundromat owners, whether that's here at laundromatresource.com um, or on a Facebook group or a coin laundry association or something, get in some kind of community of other owners. Uh, again, I think we're all better together and um, man, just doing these interviews with different owners and getting to know people through the coaching calls. It's, it's been transformative and it's definitely uh, given me a ton of fresh ideas and fresh energy. Um, so I really encourage you to get involved in um, community and uh, C number two, um, taking that a step further is cooperation and just cooperating with other owners. And whether that be through, um, through sharing information or through literally helping out, I had a coaching client who lives like an hour away from, from me. And he's like, Hey, I, I want to just come, you, I want to come like help you clean your store and just come 
see how you're running things and, you know, and you just cooperate that way. And I thought that was really uh, a funny kind of offer, but also a very cool offer just to kind of cooperate, you know, Hey, I want to come help you clean your store. You can kind of help me by sharing some of your information with me and, you know, walking me through some stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So that cooperation key, definitely secret sauce. You don't have to go clean somebody else's store necessarily. Um, but just cooperating and whether that's even just, Hey, let's grab coffee or let's do a zoom. I guess no, no coffee. Are you you kidding me right now? Stop gathering. It's we're all social distancing. Although I think some places are starting to open back up. So I don't know here in California, you know, we're, we're still isolated. So lonely, but jump on a zoom call or, or, or just a phone call, old fashioned phone call or something. And, um, yeah, just cooperate with each other and help each other out. Um, you know, helping someone else out does not necessarily, you know, take away from, from you. So, um, that is the second C and, and the third C is this, uh, contribution. And, and what I mean by that is, um, a lot of what Dave, Dave Mintz talked about in episode two is, you know, looking for ways to contribute to your community and to your customers to provide value for them. Um, I, a a lot of times it's easy for me to get sucked into, you know, the nuts and bolts of the business and how do I, you know, decrease expenses? How do I kind of optimize my business? And I just don't want to lose sight of how am I contributing to the lives of others? How am I contributing to this community um, that my laundromats are in? And um, I, yeah, I, I just, I don't want to lose that perspective. And I want to encourage you guys to keep that perspective too. um, Because I, I honestly believe that, you know, when we give uh, that's when we receive. And so uh, you know, improve your community, improve your, your neighbors and improve your business at the same time. So that is my secret sauce for today. Um, I also have some pro tips for you. Pro tips. What's, what's one thing that I feel like a new, somebody who's trying to get into the industry should know before they get into the industry. Here's, uh, here's my, my pro tips for you for today. Um, again, there's a playlist on YouTube on this. If you want to go listen to all the pro tips, they're quick couple minute clips. Most of them um, on YouTube it's on it's a uh, youtube.com slash laundromat resource. Um, but here's my here's my pro tip for you today is knowledge by itself is not um, it's not going to improve a community. It's not going to put money in your pocket. You know, I, I've talked with a lot of uh, coaching clients who have said, I've read every single one of your blog posts. I read your free ebook. I've watched all your YouTube channels. You know, I've I've been consuming all this information. And if that's you, here's uh, here's my my pro tip for you is that knowledge is awesome and you need, you know, that knowledge, but you only need it to a certain point. And at that certain point, you need to take action because knowledge by itself, it's it's never going to build your wealth. It's never going to make a difference in the life of a community. You know, knowledge by itself is is worthless. It's not power. It's it's worthless. What's power is having that knowledge and then applying it, taking action on it. So 
I just want to encourage you today, whether you're a new, somebody who's trying to get into the industry, you know, gain that knowledge, absorb it, you know, talk to people, read, listen, watch, all of those things. But at some point you have to take action. You have to take the first step. You have to go talk to a broker. You got to schedule a coaching call. You got to make an offer on a laundromat. You've got to do some action in order to improve your life and improve the lives of of other people too. Um, so take some action. And if you're if you're already an owner and you want to improve your business, it's not going to improve on its own. So you gotta you gotta take some action to you know to improve or to change. Um, I want to say it was the great Jim Rome, but I am not positive on this. But um, Man, I really should have looked at it. I probably shouldn't have brought it up, but I'm going to say it anyways because I'm already out there. So, um, but he said, Hey, if you want, you know, if you want something different in your life, you got to do something different. Um, so, if you're not getting the results that, that you want in your life, then you got to change something. You got to do something different. Um, and, and that entails taking some action. So, whether that's, you know, getting started or whether that's improving your business, take some action. That's my pro tips for today. Um, the other question that I have been asking uh, uh, laundromat owners on the podcast is what are one or two resources that you would recommend um, that would help other laundromat owners either further their business or grow themselves? And I'm going to mention two here. And again, there's links down below or there's links at laundromatresource.com slash show four um, to this. But the first one is the book by Carol Dweck, a Mindset. Um, if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. You can get it from a library or something if you want to buy it, which I think it might be worth owning. Um, there's a link down below. You can check that out. Um, but the book, and it talks a little bit about how to shift your mindset from this scarcity sort of fear driven mentality to an abundance mentality that, uh, will not only help you go further in your, in life and in business, but we'll just It'll, you'll be a happier person if you have an abundant mindset. Um, so, so that's one. And then kind of going along with um, the pro tips of taking some action, a book that I found really, really helpful to help me take action is called The Four Disciplines of Execution. And again, there's a link below or at laundromatresource.com slash show four. This book is, it's incredible. I cannot recommend it enough. I'm reading, reading it again for the second time right now. And it, it's just so good. So if you're somebody who has a hard time taking action, if you're somebody who finds yourself procrastinating or find yourself um, just absorbing knowledge, but never putting it into action, or you find yourself getting started taking action and not following through, the four disciplines of execution is a must read in my opinion. And I, I, I cannot recommend it more. And it's definitely one. I mean, you can rent it from the library or Audible or something like that. But um, I I highly recommend you just buy this one, keep it, read it once a year and, and actually do what it says. And you're going to be surprised at how much you can get done. Um, I know I'm I'm surprised at how much I'm getting done, even right now with the kids home, uh, you know, all day and I'm I'm homeschooling them and, you know running my laundromats and doing all I, I, there's just a ton going on and I'm just, man, four disciplines of execution is keeping me on track. So those are my recommended resources. 
And this is the end of the show. Thank you guys for hanging in here. And man, if you loved it, let me know. LaundromatResource.com slash show four. If you hated it, let me know. LaundromatResource.com slash show four. And this is Jordan for the Laundromat Resource Podcast. Next week, we'll be back with an interview from a laundromat owner, or a couple actually, and it, uh, do not miss it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And again, if you uh, if you have a chance, leave us a rating and review. It helps us out. It'll help you out by getting you a better product um, in this podcast. And looking forward to hanging out with you again next week. And we'll see you.